What's up world and welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff Podcast Where hip-hop heads discuss hip-hop topics On today's episode, we'll briefly discuss the critical blowback For Dave Chappelle's most recent comedy special, Sticks and Stones Then we'll dive into our review of Little Brother's new album, May the Lord Watch And Rhapsody's new album, Eve break down both those albums, discuss what we like about them, name our favorite tracks, finally give them a 1 to 10 rating, and discuss which album we were feeling a little more. Next, we'll dive into some of our favorite conscious hip-hop songs, and run through a few, and briefly discuss what they're about, and why we feel the audience should check them out. Then, we'll dive into our overrated, underrated segment, and then we'll share what they've been bumping for the week. So with that, please... Kick back and enjoy the show. Brother, how's everything? Oh, it's all good. What's that? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Just trying to come to terms with the fact summer is ending. I am, uh, I am not accepting that. <laughs> Global warming says summer will last forever. <laughs> hey, man, you might be right. You might be right. <laughs> Either that or it's going to just abruptly end and drop below zero like within a day. Yeah, man, you, you, you know how it goes, especially in our region, man. Like, yeah, man. It's just, it's pretty much just two seasons. You got summer and winter. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like barely no in between. You know, so, you know, it just is what it is with that, man. But other than that, man, how's the family? Oh, it's all good. Good, good. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I'm waiting for a couple of others to tap in. Um, the usual stragglers. So, uh, uh, as usual, while we wait for him, couple of uh, couple of current events, man. Um, just to cover, I have not seen it yet, but there's a new comedy special that was done by comedy legend Dave Chappelle, uh, Sticks and Stones. That's par- apparently getting a lot of blowback. And what's so particular note I found was uh, he's got a zero percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Now I haven't I haven't seen. The, the, the special I, I've heard snippets of it here and there and you know I understand he you know he's stepping on some toes in the name of comedy and I'm just thinking to myself could it be that bad like well if you ain't the butt of the joke it's easy to say whether it's that bad or not you know what I mean you coming from a perspective of just a, a audience member you know what I mean you're not the victim of of the joke I haven't seen it myself. I have heard that it's hilarious, but that there are some things that, you know, some people could certainly take offense to. Um, I'm of the mind that you got to consider the source um, for one. And then it's comedy, man. It's, at the end of the day, like sometimes comedians are going to say stuff that you're not going to like. And here's your option. Don't rock with them. Simple as that. If you find this person's work offensive, you know, or abhorrent to the point that you can't find the humor in it, and I'm not 
I'm not in a position to tell somebody what they should or shouldn't be offended by. If you're offended by it, you have that right. Don't rock with them. But don't, yeah. you know, you you also can't shame somebody else into feeling the same way that you do. That's that's just not how this works. Right, right. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. It's like, at the end of the day, it is comedy. Like, I don't look to, I don't look to comedians to, to shape my worldview. I look for them to make me laugh. That's not it. Saying, not saying a comedian can't speak on social issues, because those who do can, can really do so in a, in a way that, you know, really drive a point home. But I, what I don't like, what I, what I don't like is people of a particular ideology trying to use Dave Chappelle now as their new poster boy. Right. To push an agenda. Right. To push a certain agenda. Because that's not what he's trying to do either. He's not trying to represent one particular side, you know, a left or right. And even he'll tell you that. You know, he's just, you know. Telling these jokes, man. Yeah, he's just telling these jokes the best way he knows how and trying to make people laugh. You know, it's, it's, you, it's, you, you can't have anything now without it being co opted by some political ideology man it's sure, like sure I, I, i've learned from watching like just random youtube clips do not go into the comments section don't read like, comments no <laughs> <laughs> it is so like crazy and disheartening i was um what's up reggie what's up man what up man what's up what's going on i was uh i was i was looking at a um you you seen this black exploitation movie called willie dynamite i don't think i have actually okay well there's i'm really familiar cool- with it but i never watched it Okay, okay. Uh, well, there's a really funny scene in Willie Dynamite where all the pimps in the city get together and they have like this big, this big meeting, right, to figure out how to handle the cops and the heat and all of this. It's a real funny scene. It's unintentionally funny. And, okay. You know, I'm going through the comments just to see if everybody else is laughing at the stuff I'm laughing about, and it's just all these like anti-Obama screeds written in the comment section, and I'm like, I'm like, what's what's this about, like? You can't even, you know, you can't even watch a five-minute video and have a good laugh about somebody trying to make it about politics or, or use it to, to, to push or knock a certain ideology. And it's just, that's just the world we live in today, man. But, yeah, man. you know, I hope for Chappelle's sake is, you know, it's funny. Like, I doubt he just, after all these years of being funny, he just fell off, you know? Nah, nah. What I have, from what I've heard from people who, who, Tastes are similar to mine as far as comedy are concerned or is concerned. All I hear is that it's funny. Like I didn't think the blowback was as heavy as as what you're describing. I've I've heard it, but and maybe because I don't traffic in that circle, but I ain't really heard that it was that big of a deal. Okay. okay. This is the first I heard of that rotten tomatoes thing. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. But that's that's a that um, rating system is a joke anyway. Like anytime somebody doesn't like the idea that is presented in you know a film or whatever Rotten Tomatoes um, people you know set up all these dummy accounts or bots or whatever to try to drive the score down they did it with most notably I can recall with um, Wonder Woman was the first time I remember it being a big thing they did the same thing with Black Panther and Captain Marvel you know what I mean anytime uh, Batwoman when that when that stuff was coming on or was coming out like it's used again to push whatever agenda so i can't put no stock in that right well with with the captain marvel thing that was more of a response to 
other people out there having a problem with Captain Marvel even existing, and and they were giving the movie bad ratings before it even came out. So like, Correct. Rise Tomatoes did kind of they had to like step up and preemptively like block those people and and all of that. So right, because those but people, it's the it's the same thing now. It's just people. Um, it's now the the movie has been released, so they changed it to the point that you can't make those. Um, you know, you can't put those ratings out before the movie came out. But in this case, the movie is out, and people, you still have the ability to do the same thing that you had done before. It's just you can't do it prior to a movie's release. But I can't see that. I'm sorry, they spelled dog. I can't see him bombing that badly. What did he bomb at? I guess it got like a zero score on Rotten Tomatoes, but I'm like, I can't see it. What? What got a zero this, score? This, this latest um, Netflix special, Sticks and Stones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, that's, that just sounds like pure hate. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking. Like, like I said, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it, so I guess I can't speak on it. I mean, because I've seen it, and it's hilarious. That's, that's <laughs> all I've heard. That is all I have heard is that it's hilarious. I mean, like, it's... It's like, don't get me wrong. He touched on probably every subject known to man that no other comedian would touch on. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure he stepped on some toes or he struck nerves on a lot of people that probably is affected one way or another by his jokes that he told. Uh But they had to be the most creative way of telling those jokes like I have ever heard. You got to respect the craft, man. Yeah, I mean, like, and it was just, I mean, clearly, I think, too, like, people realize, like, hey, man, like, these are just jokes. Like, this doesn't necessarily mean that he actually feels this way or this is his opinion. Like, it's really just, like, jokes to make people laugh. And a lot of times, comedians are, they are the people that make light out of a terrible situation. Right. So, like, just some people just got to let it be what it be. You know what I'm saying? Like. Right. Yeah. I mean, we you talk about this all the time on the podcast. Like, man, it's just nowadays, like, everybody has a platform and they just make it their business to talk about certain things negatively because they didn't like it. And right. it, it just kind of steamrolls. But in actuality, like, it'd be, like, great material. It's just because yeah. it rubbed them the wrong way. They so strongly against it and they, like, try to get other people to feel the same way about their feeling. But. Right. Hey man, like everybody is different. Everybody has different opinions about things, and some people who've been in those same situations that he discusses or talk about actually think that the stuff is funny. So if if you know what I'm saying, like so you have maybe your end and then you have their end. So who's right or who's wrong? Exactly. So exactly. You guys just let comedians be what they be, man. And if the joke is funny, the joke is funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what what's What's funny is that, like, I haven't heard anybody like the the, the big the big the, the big community or the, or the big party that people say he's put a target on their back is the LGBT community. But to be honest with you, man, I have yet to hear actual any actual LGBT people come out against him. Well, it's people who claim to represent him and and speak for them. Well, and I mean, I could be wrong. He actually says he actually says that in his stand up. He says that the LGBT. He said the alphabet people. That's how he described. He, <laughs> said, he, he said he said he actually has no problem with the beginning letters of the alphabet. He said it's the T's that hate his guts. Yeah, and he said and he said it's because he got so many jokes. About the tees, like he was like, I, he's like, I just can't help it. Right, it's a funny scenario. You think you're in, 
you you identify as one Dude. thing and you're in someone else's body he, that's that's a funny premise he described it he was like right now i'm a black man and he was like boy yeah inside i feel chinese <laughs> like, dude. And so he started talking Chinese. And he was like, Can you I imagine how people like would look at me like so dude? Like that is hilarious. But it actually allows people to relate to uh, kind of like what they're going through. So it ain't like he's just knocking them. But he's right. just saying, like, man, you have to see the comedy in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so yeah, I did see that. I did dude, see that. It's just imagine I'm a Chinese man that's just in this big nigga body. <laughs> dude. It is funny though, man. Like you have and then like he talked about the Chinese, but his wife is Chinese. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like so right. like, Asian right. descent. Like I don't, I don't know. I think she's Filipino. Okay, she's of Asian descent. So I'm not gonna say yeah. she's Chinese, but you know what I mean? Like no, I get what like, you're saying. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So like people just be, you know, people just be butthurt, man. And that is yeah. the and that particular group is is notorious for it. And uh, you know, they have some man, the jokes he tell though, I like I'm not, I would is. I would never encourage nobody to watch it, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for you know, but if you just so happen to just come across it somehow. Right. <laughs> be on at the barbershop or something. It is <laughs> just come across Yeah, if you just come place. across it, like you know what I'm saying? Accidentally press okay on the on, on the Roku. <laughs> and you actually just be like then it comes on. Like it is hysterical. But you know, I mean, to be fair, like his last like three specials have kind of been that. I remember when he first made his comeback, he told some jokes about transgender folks, and they was mad at him. And he actually talked about that in the next special that came out. Mm-hmm. He was like, they mad, they was mad at me, and told some more jokes, and he kind of explained where no. the jokes were coming from. Yeah, he oh, said right. he was willing to listen. Above exactly. all, he's willing to listen. Exactly. To like that should be yeah. enough. And he's not trying to make anyone feel bad. Nah, but I'm still with these jokes off. Right, and that's how he basically—that's how he basically was saying it this time too. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, he was just like, dude. He was like, I'm just so good. That's what he basically said. I'm just so good, and these jokes are so funny to me. Right, and so he was just telling them. But dude, he said it in Atlanta. Like, <laughs> oh wow. One of the jokes he said, he said, I know it's a lot of gay people in here with their wives. Like, dude, Dang. when he said it, dude, like, uh, you should have heard the laugh. Like, the laughing was so awkward. But, like, yeah. people were laughing like crazy. Like, you know, like, people, like, was, like, double over. Like, oh. But, you know, like, it was just like that. Oh. He was like, they know. <laughs> but they it know was, what it is. It was hysterical, though. You know what I'm saying? And But, I mean, like, the actual gay jokes that he told, or I, I, I guess that's the right term. But, like... The the entire audience was laughing like uncontrollably. So yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I, I, yeah, I don't see it being bad. I just I don't see it being a bad special. And, I just don't. and then he had a forum afterwards, like so people <laughs> could ask questions. I didn't I didn't see that part. You know what I mean? So okay. I'm sure if anybody actually had a problem, they, they would have. The yeah, they had the opportunity to talk to him about it and address it. You know what I'm saying? You can't ask for more than that because he didn't have to do that. Yeah, dude, it's it's some funny stuff on that, dude. I, mind me, you know, if you want to call me on the side note, <laughs> yeah, 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 I can give you the, the cliff notes off wax, so, right? Off wax, off wax. Oh, real side note. Um, oh, speaking of comedy, have any of you all been watching the Black Lady Sketch Show? I ain't got HBO. Okay, well they they they've been posting stuff on YouTube as of recently. I have seen I have seen it when they posted on YouTube though. Did you see the two two seven one they just did? No. Oh my god, you got to see this dude. Like Robin D's impression of Jack A is spot on. 
that's funny. Robin Diddy is hilarious anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's spot on, dude. Um, did you see the uh, her tap skit? Yes, at the <laughs> wedding. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Dave? What up? What up, fellas? What up? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Oh man, but yeah, the black lady, uh, the black lady sketch show, man, it's, it's delivering the goods, man. I hope they don't cancel it, but they nah, got they got uh, they got renewed for season two already. Oh, good, good. They got a live audience, so I think that helps them. Okay, I didn't realize that. I think it's a live audience, ain't it? Like, ain't it? Um, ain't, uh, what I you thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was pre-recorded. Okay, all right. I could be wrong. I, I thought they was like on a stage though. Every time they did it. No, nah, no. Nah. Okay, all right. You you seen it, Dave? Yeah. yeah. What what do you think? Eh, I I, <laughs> I wasn't impressed. The the Hertep skit was kind of funny, but apart from that, uh, I haven't. I, I don't know, man. Like I've seen him here and there on Facebook, but I haven't seen enough to make me go sit down and watch. Oh man, it's it's funny to me. It's funny to me. But they do have a very specific type of comedy. Oh yeah, like. The, the Cat Williams and Kevin Hart crowd might not might not vibe with it. I feel like that might be slightly offensive. I, I, I'd like to think Dave got a, a better comedy palette than that. No, he probably just hasn't seen the right stuff. No, I haven't. Like I said, I haven't. I haven't watched it. I'm, I'm gonna check it out. Uh, the Hertep skit was kind of funny, and it was one in the office, the chick with no makeup. That one kind of made me smile and chuckle. But oh, that was the week weekend of it, man. Hey. They, yeah, it's it's it, it's better than that. It's better right. than that. Because yeah, yeah, I, I saw the one you're talking about. That one wasn't to me. That one wasn't that funny. Yeah, like a few of them. A few of the ones I've seen, like the majority of the ones that's like floating around social media, have been pretty whack. So I, I didn't I didn't think much of it. But I mean, I, I have to check it out, man. I'll take your recommendations. Right. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right, so we're going to dive right into our show, man. Um, as of recently, a lot of good music has been coming out. Two of those, two of the albums that have recently come out, we're going to dive into. We're going to do a, a review of uh, Little Brothers, uh, May the Lord Watch, the album Blackness. that popped out of nowhere. <laughs> Blackness. And uh, we're also going to review Rhapsody's Eve album. And then we're going to discuss which one we, you know, we were feeling a little more than the other, which one we thought was better. Uh, Reggie actually kicked off a very fiery text message discussion when he came out and said that uh, the Rhapsody album was, was was better than the Little Brother album and we'll get into that later but props for kicking off that discussion Reggie oh and one more thing before I forget man before I, I, I move on uh, I want to send a shout out to Victor's brother Vince man he was in a real bad car accident last week him and his daughters they got hit by a semi truck and then knocked into a tree Oh. And uh, yeah, but they they're they're doing good now. They're okay. They were in the hospital for a little bit, and they were kind of, of course, you know, shaken up and banged up and all of that. But I want to send a special shout out to them. They they just got out the hospital yesterday. I heard from Vic uh, this morning, and uh, shout out to him too. And uh, you know, just want to let them know where uh, you know my thoughts are still with. You. So just wanted to get that out there. Uh, but diving into these albums, the, uh, we're going to dive first into the little brother Mabel Lore Watch. Reggie, man, we'll start off with you, bro. What were your thoughts on the album? We'll try to, what we're going to do is just to keep everything concise. Try to sum up what you thought of the album in 60 seconds, what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it, and then give it a rating from 1 to 10. Okay, that, that, that's not a problem. I'm, uh, 
I ain't got that much time anyway, but I thought the album was good. Um, I'm a fan of Lil Brother. Um, so I didn't have an issue with the album per se. Um, I think it fell into the Little Brother niche in terms of it sounded exactly like what they, like their sound. They have a sound and they hit it on the mark. The lyrics was there, um, the whole nine. But my only issue with the album itself is that it sounds just like the previous album in almost every way except for the knife wonder aspect of it but i think the content and everything is very similar to their last album nine years ago outside of that a great album also okay. my rating i guess i would give it a seven and a half Okay. Okay, seven and a half. All right. Uh, did you have any favorite tracks on there? Um, probably, I actually like one, three, four, and five. Okay. So the feel, everything, right on time, and Black Magic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those were those were all dope. Those were all dope. Okay. All right. Very good. Kept it short. I like that. All right, Dave, man, what were your thoughts on the little brother? Uh, little brother was dope, man. Definitely a solid album. Um, it, I'm, I'm almost echoing Reggie, man, but it, it, it's it's like they never left. Listening to the album, real familiar. Um, yeah, I, I, I really like hearing them on something besides Life Wonder, but it, it really sounded real familiar. And to, that's that's like a pro and a con, I think. Uh, but it's 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 a solid album, man. I, I don't need many uh, criticisms on it, I guess. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, what would you rate it from one to ten? Um, I give it a seven. Seven out of ten. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's it's worth checking out. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like yeah, no doubt. Okay. Okay. Very well. Very well. All right. Uh, Jamil, man, thoughts on the LB? Uh, to be as concise as possible. Thought it was dope, man. It was as as has already been stated, man. Bars and beats. You know that's what I'm all about. And it, it gave us that in spades. Um, what I did appreciate, I wasn't ever one of those people that hated on pool like that anyway. But they just, uh, you know, that was always the narrative, right? Fonte is light years ahead of Pooh. Right. And uh, I didn't get that this time. Like, Fonte is Fonte, right? He's <clears throat> he's a, he's top-tier lyricist. And Pooh is not as good as he is. That's just a fact. However, this might be the best that I've heard from Pooh on the LB record. Agreed. Agreed. Agree. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Which makes me say this. And I'm a stylist from Bomani Jones, but it makes perfect sense to me. If this is the best that we've gotten from Pooh on a Little Brother record, does that mean that this is the best Little Brother record ever? Ooh. No, I'll give you. I'll give you the short answer. No. Hmm. It's too soon to say yes. I'm gonna say no like too. Worth, I feel like it's 
there's something to that. I'm not just going to offhandedly say no. I'm not saying that's what you're doing. I'm saying that I would not. I think that, that, that there's a valid uh, argument. Argument. Thank you for that. Yeah, I, I think there's something to be said for introducing a concept than playing off of one. So I, I can't give them, I can't say this is their best. Right, I, I would say the first one would be the best. Yeah. In, in my opinion. But, but, but I would agree a, with you, that as you well. Have a, you have a valid point, though, in terms of your argument. So. It could be argued. Okay. Uh, so, Jamil, what would you give it on a scale from 1 to 10? 9. Give it a 9 out of 10. All right. What were your... What Did you have Jeez. any favorite tracks? <laughs> I can't remember the track names right now. Um, I think it was Black Magic is the one I'm thinking of. Is that the one where they were talking about social media from different perspectives? No, that's Sitting Alone. Sitting Alone. That's my favorite track. Okay, yeah, that's my favorite track too. <laughs> the way Aww. Knox chopped up that Bobby Caldwell sample was incredible. Yeah, man, that's 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 going to be my anthem for the next couple weeks. But uh, and, and then the, just the the bars was just some real grown man. This is real life stuff on both ends. Exactly. I agree with you. I agree with that. Greg, what's going on, bro? What's happening? Nothing much, man. So, uh, if you can in sixty seconds or, or less, give us your uh, concise review of the little brother album made a Laura watch and a one to ten rating and what song stood out to you uh i give it an eight i i think the uh list the, the replayability was really high on this one um even though it's a familiar concept I, I thought that it was really good with um track placement each track flowed into the next one um pretty seamlessly man and and uh, again just to repeat the the bars and the beats together yeah i i enjoyed it a lot cool cool all right then well just my brief thoughts on the album man first of all man i love love this album i love the fact that they dropped it out of nowhere i love the fact that they dropped it on a tuesday the when albums used to drop i don't know if y'all remember when albums used to drop on tuesday oh yeah Um, I love the I love the length of the album. It's just the right length. It's not too long, not too short. I love the way the tracks fall fall behind each other. I love how all the skits were hilarious and landed. Real quick, man, to rappers like Logic and Chance the Rapper, man, take notes, man. This is this is how you make grown sounding hip hop. Like you don't have to dedicate eighty percent of your album talking about your wife just for your fans to see you as a as a family man. Or a loving husband, okay? Like, they rap about getting older, just chilling out and sitting down, you know, not hopping on every single trend that comes along and just, you know, being comfortable in your in your skin and selling into your more grown, more mature persona and your life circumstances. You know, I, I think they have evolved lyrically and subject when it in terms of subject matter than from their previous works. I understand what everybody's saying about how sonically it sounds similar to their previous work, but to me that's just kind of like this to me that's more consistency. It doesn't this doesn't sound stale to me. You know what I mean? No, like yeah. yeah, it's it's musically identical to the stuff they've done before, but not in a bad way. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I mean like I said, I, I, I enjoyed the album. So it and in no way was it a bad you know what I'm saying? A likeness yeah. to the to the first album. You know, Big Pool, he he really held his own for the first time. 
And like, I mean, I did not miss Knife Wonder. I thought I was going to, but I honestly did not miss Knife Wonder. This is this album is 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 dope. It's easy listening. It's it's almost therapeutic, man. And it, it, it speaks. It really speaks to the cats who got some age on them, but still love hip hop. This this album is like a snifter of cognac after a, a, a work day. Hmm. A, a snifter of cognac. <laughs> yeah. Type of bougie high park nonsense is a what is this? Yeah. What is a snifter? When you take your teaspoon out and dip it in the drink. <laughs> also, I guess we can't just take it to the head no more, huh? All right. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I love, I love this album, man, from start to finish. I thought it could have ended a little stronger. I, I like the last two tracks. Yeah, I like the last two tracks, but I felt that it could have ended a little, a little stronger. I, I feel like a song like, um, like everything should have been like the album closer. But they put everything as like track three. But th- I think that would have been a, a better album closer. But my favorite five tracks were The Feel, uh, Everything, Sitting Alone, um, Black Magic, and Good Morning Sunshine. Um, yeah, but I love Sitting Alone, man. It's, you know, I'm 35 years old, man. I, I can't, you know, I can't be in the club, you know what I mean? And trying to keep up with the 20 somethings on social media man it's when you when you in your 30s and you know people also in their 30s that are trying to live like they 22 that gets tired really quick it's a sad thing to watch man <laughs> right but uh but overall i give it a nine out of ten man i give it a nine out of ten man it's i think it's just that good uh but moving right along man we got another album we're going to review and give our thoughts on and that's the rhapsody the eve album uh, we'll go around table again, man. Reggie, what were your thoughts on Eve? Uh, I thought Eve was really dope. Um, I I thought her bar game was 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 crazy on this. Um, mm. I appreciated the the music. Um, the music was there. I think some music was challenging, um, but I think it was for a purpose or for a reason. Um, um, I thought the concept of the album was dope. Um, seeing her being a woman, and um, every track listed was a black woman. Um, I mean, I, I what I what I also appreciated too, like like I said, uh, like somebody was mentioning before that, well, you know, in our in our chat that like some of the beats were trash, but I think certain the beats was just an actual like uh, like looking to that actual person that the the track was titled after. So. Because of that, you know what I'm saying, she had to rap a certain way or, you know what I'm saying, the, the way she attacked it. Attacked. You still there? Oh, man. Got a mid Yeah, that's, that's, that's that a good point, too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was going to say, man, like, I think saying the beats on here were trash is kind of a... It's kind of that was that was a bit of an overstatement. Um, say the beats on here were trash, but um, look like we lost them. But anyway, uh, we'll move on to you, Dave. What were your thoughts on the um, Rhapsody album? Uh, back. He can finish the start if you back. Oh wait, Reggie can't hear. Him? Yeah, I'm back. I don't, okay. I don't know what happened. Um, but yeah, I mean, just overall, man, I thought the album was dope, man. Um, and I'm gonna give it a nine. Um, because of his concept, uh, it was original. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that she was able to get like Queen 
and 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 she got busy on that boy. Um, yes. I thought the track placements was dope as well. Like in terms of, you know, it might have been something that was a little weak, and then all of a sudden it followed by something that was strong. So um, I just thought that overall, though, it was a solid project. And my maybe my favorite track, if I can look real quick, is probably. I like Nina, I like Cleo, but my favorite track that I listen to over and over again is uh, Maya. Mm. That's a good one. That's Maya was dope. One. That boy fire. Yeah. That with that Erica Badu sample. Yeah, and, and she was she was saying some stuff when she hit that like two twenty two is four forty four and the, something with the threes and the Commodore. I was like, hey man, she in her bag. Like, yeah. So I'm gonna give it a nap. <laughs> All right, all right, good stuff, man, good stuff. All right, Dave, man, thoughts on the Rhapsody? Favorite tracks, one to ten rates? Oh, uh, man, it's kind of the same thing, man. Like I personally, I was blown away by the by the by the concept and and the execution. I felt like I felt like the tracks and and the verses, you know what I mean, for the track titles. The concept in general, I just, I just really love. And then listening to the album, like it didn't get stale. I liked um, some of like the thought behind the bars, mm-hmm. and even the execution. Like her, her bars, man. Her pen game was 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 nice with this album. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I, I was just a real big fan of it. Man. I, I, I don't know if we, I, I don't know if we got into the. Uh, which is better or why than that than the little brother, but I, I stay off. We're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that we get everybody's stuff. But uh yeah, that's that's it. I can move on. Alright, what would you give it from one to ten? Um uh, I'll say nine for now, man. Okay. I was, I was I'm a real big fan of it. Like Yeah. You and Reggie diving right in with the nines, man. All right. All right, uh, uh, Greg, man, what were your thoughts on the Eve album? Mm, I haven't finished it, so I, I can't give you a, I can't give you a breakdown. I, I, I started it. I never, I was never able to finish it, but I like what I've heard so far. So that's all I'm gonna say right now. Okay, all right, wait, we'll respect it. All right, Jamil, man, thoughts? Uh, man, I'm echoing. You know, everybody else thought this was a super dope album. Um, I think the only crime of Eve was coming out so quickly around Little Brother. I think if they had been released with more time apart, there would be no comparing the two of them. And we can appreciate them both as like top tier albums. Um, right. This was this was an incredible piece of work. Man, and uh, a worthy follow-up to Layla's Wisdom because that was super dope. Like Rhapsody has certainly, with the projects that she's put out, is is putting herself in a position to legitimately be in that conversation. We'll be talking about like top-tier female MCs. Not to say that it's a ton of them anyway, but we always get the same list, right? It's always you know Jean Grey and Rod Digger. Some people throw Lauren and. and uh, Foxy Brown, right? We MC get to hear our names. MC Light, how did I forget Light? She should have been first. Um, but Rhapsody, you know, 
absolutely has has earned a spot there just through sheer consistency and she's not you know chart topping she ain't out here selling a million records she grinding and she's i think she has very much benefited from this partnership with uh def jam rock nation however her, her deal is working out but you can see one thing jay has done really well with um at least recently is um developing artists didn't work out so good on the front end of his career but the proof is in the pudding man you see it with rihanna you see it with j cole you see it with rhapsody yeah he's learned along the way absolutely yes and 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 she has reaped the benefits of it and we as the consumer have definitely reaped the benefits of it great album all right uh on a scale from one to ten what would you give uh because i'm a contrarian i'm gonna give it an eight and a half (laughs) <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> all right, all right. What were your favorite? You got five tracks that you that you really digging? Five. Um five. I'ma go with Maya. Absolutely. This is not in any order. Um Maya, Whoopi, Cleo, um Hathisput. How many is that? Four? Yeah. Serena. That was all dope. Is Cleo a nod to Miss Cleo? Nah. Nah, Cleo from uh, Set, Set It, it off. off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Which uh, I thought was hilarious because you got all of these actual people <laughs> and actual character thrown in there too. <laughs> I actually, nah, I, I actually thought it was pretty cool that the Whoopi was saying act up from Sister Act. Yeah, yeah, she was like, you gonna make a sister act up. Yeah, that was dope. I was like, dude, that's clever. All right. Well, so I'm I'm sorry, Jamil. I you, you cut off for a second. You said Cleo, Maya, has Shepsit, and what else? Uh, Serena and Hathaway. Somewhat. Hathaway was though. Which ones did you read off? You, you had Cleo, Maya, Hashepsit, and that was it. Oh, and then you said what? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and Serena. Oh, and Serena. Okay. All right. Okay, cool, cool. All right, man. Oh, one I thing. One thing oh, I man. wanted to say about that, uh, about Serena. That was a kind of a, a, a unusual track for Rhapsody. She did really well with it. And I think that's why I enjoyed it. The one thing I need off of that Serena, and I never thought I would be the one to say this, I need a Cardi B remix to that, off that same beat. Because <laughs> that's all I could hear. And I would, I think that would be a, a cool thing to see those two MCs together. It would do a lot for both of their fan bases, I would think. She she actually asked for a feature from her, but it just didn't work out in terms okay. of them linking up. But she okay. wanted her to get on Sister Act. Oh, that wouldn't have been bad either. I saw that. Wait, in the, sis- I saw that in the interview. Sister on, Act on, or on Whoopi. Whoopi? I mean, because Whoopi. I, you know, that's why I, I was saying Sister Act from early. But yeah, the Whoopi. <laughs> <laughs> because she said, you know, you know, Cardi is known for <laughs> popping off, so you know, what right. I mean? like it would have been a, a a track for them to. So she said maybe on the remix for that, but yeah, she said that's what she actually wanted to do. I'm oh, starting to like Cardi B more and more, man. I tried yeah, to hate man. Yeah, and the more I see her do stuff, like I'm, I'm really start. I can't say I'm a fan yet, but I kind of like her wave right now. Hey man, absolutely. Join the Barty gang. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, I joined from the back for sure. Why? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That, as long as I can see, that escalated. Crazy. <laughs> that, that escalated quickly. I said what I said. Now, how y'all chose to take it? <laughs> I'm saying more about you, the listener, than me, the speaker. I just said it escalated, brother. I didn't say what escalated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Fair enough. So, man, my, my thoughts are the same as y'all's, man. I love this album. I love, I love the first time I listened to it. It didn't do it justice because I think I had it on random, and the the, the song oh, no. was playing in the, in the order it, in, that they were supposed to be playing. So, like, it changed, I didn't it? hear, I didn't hear Nina. Hello, mm-hmm. real? Yes. Oh, okay, I didn't hear Nina and Cleo as the first tracks. I think I might have heard Whoopi or something, but like. Once I gave it a second listen and sat down with it and listened to the tracks in order, man, dude, I absolutely love this album. Like, I take back what I said, man. Like, it is on par with Labels Wisdom. Like, it's it's just as dope. It's a different kind of dope. Um, my only issues with it, it do, I, I think it does have some consistency issues. Like, I wasn't feeling Oprah. I wasn't feeling Serena. Um, the uh, there's like a there's like a three song slide. I think it's Oprah, Whoopi, and Serena. Where it's just like I just kind of skip over those, and then the the the, the album kind of picks back up steam again. My favorite tracks are Nina, Cleo, uh, Maya, Hachepsit, and I actually give it to uh, Afeni, man. Afeni is um, cool I sure. like yeah, I like what she was rapping about on Afeni, just addressing black men and how they see black women and. I, I love how she's about embracing blackness and black femininity, but at no time during the album do you feel like she's being too preachy right. or she's beating you over the head Facts. with stuff. Big you know what I mean? It's very, you know, everything, every don't, thing on here is like just the right dosage. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's just, she strikes a really comfortable balance with it. I love the track Ibtahaj, man. With, Jizz and D'Angelo, they both delivered. Yeah, man. Uh, and of course, the, the Queen Latifah track, man. That's that's gonna be a nominee for for collab of the year at the end of this year, man. Um, love the production here, man. Like like she starts the album off like fire, man. With Nina, with the uh, with the Strange Fruit mm-hmm. sample, and it keeps it rolling right into Cleo. She is coming for niggas' heads, Cleo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she ends the album strong with. With the one, two, three punch of Hachepsit and Sojourner and then a Phoenix. <clears throat> um, this album is this album is great, man. This album is great. Like, this is a must-have album for people who want to hear something from a dope female MC, man. So um I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. With all that being said, uh Reggie had kicked off quite an interesting debate last week when he said that uh the rap speed was <laughs> was better than the little brother in in hindsight not that crazy of a statement to make i've heard reggie say crazier <laughs> but I, I that being said i i still prefer the little brother because i felt the little brother I, I mean i'm giving both of these nines out of ten but i felt the little brother was um it was more consistent it was just more consistent yeah it was fun. Looked like we had somebody else joining in there's a reason for that too um yeah, it took me forever to get in. Okay. Oh, what up, Jerome? What's up? What's up? So, so here's my here's my only thing that this is why this is why I, I put it over the edge. So, 
mind you, mind you, I know what little brother can do. I know what little, the little brother sound is. I know they got bars. Like, I know what I'm getting from a little brother album. You know and anything yeah. other than that will be disappointing. So I got mm-hmm. that from them. And I and I appreciate it just like everybody else appreciated it. But with that being said, like, the fact that, like, I know Rhapsody. You know what I'm saying? But I felt that she challenged herself in a lot of ways with the production side. And yet she still was able to carry the album so seamlessly on top of like channeling every person that she used as a track uh you know as a the name of a track channeling each of those people and actually making bars to represent her and everybody that she stands for on top of the production so you gave a, the production gave her points crazy. for the concept yeah the concept was crazy nope I, I definitely did, and I feel like I feel like that's what tipped the scale, yeah. in my opinion. Like between, right. between the two albums, they, like like we both said, they they both are incredible projects. You know what I mean? Must must owns like real high on on both of their catalogs. I'm playing them um, back to back. Right. Yeah, but that's right. what I'm saying. Like I feel I feel like if, when I had to pick between the two, I, I went with Rhapsody for that high concept. Like she she. The concept that she she took on, you know what I mean, with the with the like Ian said, with it with it being black females and it not feeling like she beat me over the head with the girl power image and all the other stuff, like it felt it was real listenable. And I feel like the fact that she carried that and and and, and made it work, she got that slight nod or that bump ahead of little brother. Right. It in my opinion, I, I look that's fair. I looked at it like you know how you know how Pac and Big teamed up with Bone Thugs and Harmony. Separately, mm-hmm. yeah, they separately. But you know what I'm saying. You know what each one of them can do. But the fact that Big channeled Bone yeah. Thugs and style to like yeah. do they song, yeah. like, it wasn't Big that was it wasn't yeah. that Pac didn't body his his track with them. But it was just the fact that he went to their style and killed that song. Like that's what it was for me. It was like that edge. So I'm in dangerous. Yeah. Hey, so so real quick, okay, Jerome, can you give us a uh, a, a one to ten? How would you score Little Brother's album, Made the Lord Watch, on a scale from one to ten? And what would you score Rhapsody's Eve? Little Brother, I scored that like a nine point five out of ten. And Rhapsody, I scored that like a uh, <laughs> like a nine point four. Like the albums are very close together. I'm telling Rhapsody on Saturday. I like the only reason why I like Little Brother album, just like they like uh, Rasty, is that the concept of Little Brother. I like Little Brother concept better than Rasty, but but Rasty just dope though, man. Like her whole album though. Like like Reggie said, the production she kind of her production wasn't like her other album, and she still made it sound good. Uh, she went along like, like yeah, he, she went along with the names, of, and I like how she featured some of uh, uh some under, underrated rappers on her on her track, like she and uh, what's her name? But it's dope. But little Al, little brother concept to me is a full TV show thing, and the skits was like, more lively, is more funny. Uh, bringing back UBN yeah, and all of that. Back UBN and Joe Scudder, Blackface, and uh, <laughs> but they did 
The two albums is not far apart. Like, like when we were discussing it in the text message, some people made it seem like they were like far away from each other. I think it's a very close break. Absolutely. Each time I listen, I'm like, no, I found something better on each time I listen to it. Like, you can listen to the whole album both ways. See if somebody like her album better for brothers. I can see that it's it's a great argument to have, but that's the only reason why I like Little Brother concept because I I mean Little Brother is because of its concept, their concept. Now, now for me, this is an apples and oranges comparison because both these albums try to they they just they scratch different itches. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah, like right. Little Brother is like an album I can listen to on my way home from work after I get off work, just cooling out in the backyard, doing some yard work or whatever. The the rhapsody is like it just strikes a different chord with me. You know what I mean? Like they're both highly, highly entertaining. They're both dope, but like the rhapsody just puts me in a different frame of mind. And like, like, like the Little Brother makes me feel good about where I'm at in my life. And where I've been in yeah, the but the rhapsody makes me feel good about the future, of, right? They, but the rhapsody makes me feel good about the future of hip hop and the right. future of, of female MCs. So they, it, the, the, right. the two albums just do different things for me, but they're, they're both incredibly dope. Jamil, man, you have a way in. I don't know that I have more to to say that hasn't been said. To be honest with you, I think uh, the initial conversation was a little more heated because. We had all probably just listened to it once, maybe twice, uh, if, if we had finished in its entirety. So I think everybody's, uh, the tribalism that we had with it was was based off of a, a really quick reaction, which is why I kind of stepped out of it, because I realized that I had not, <laughs> I hadn't given it a full listen. So I, I knew I would be eating my words if I kept, <laughs> kept saying anything. Um, the albums, they, they're just too close to, to really say that one is better than the other it really comes down to personal preference and and that's what i was just saying and the track because I, I mean like i understand like you know you guys as listeners you know what i'm saying like we all got different you know what i'm saying taste and what we enjoy listening to right. but little brother just fits well with y'all so that's why it seems like y'all was just going so hard for it and not even listening to eve and that's why I was like, dude, y'all gotta step out that box, man, because it was fire from the jump. Like I noticed it. <laughs> oh and yeah. I hadn't even like finished like the first five tracks, and I like once I finished it, I played it again, and I played Little Brother, then I played it again. And I was like, oh man, I got this is, I got I gotta say something. <laughs> it caused me to text you out every other morning. Y'all know, Ramsey like stepped it up though, like with the producing and how she rapped. Like this is like different from all her other albums though. Like with the producing, that's why it's different. I don't know that I would say stepped up. I think it was deliberately different and more radio friendly production. That's the Rock Nation influence. I think it was a step up in her in her bars. I think well, yes. not saying she, she, she doesn't speak hard. Right. You know, her bars. She, she was in a bag on this. What'd you say? I just said she was in a bag on this. Like I, you know, she yeah. always spit heavy, but the stuff, some of the stuff she was saying was like it was deep. Yeah, I think I think that coupled with that 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 more polished radio friendly sound um, is unique in and of itself because you don't usually get 
those two things to work together, right? Either somebody got a more commercial sounding album and they, they bars are more conducive to that sound. You usually don't get top tier lyricists with that type of production. So I think it was, it, it worked out really well. And I think she's going to, we're going to see her, um, Flourish. Her, yeah, for sure. I mean, her artistry was flourishing anyway. You could see the growth from every project, but as far as her notoriety, I think she's going to get a lot more, um, a lot more fans and a lot more ears listening to her work than she had on previous ones. You, you know what's interesting? Um, she actually got nominated for a Grammy yes. for Layla's Wisdom. I wonder if the mm-hmm. same thing will happen. Possibly. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. I'm here. I'm here. Best album. I think it should. I'm hearing it should. It's one of the best hip hop albums. I think it is. Compared to all the stuff that's came out this year, definitely in the top three for me. Um, yeah, it's in my top three. It, no, 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 it's in my top three note. basically have came out in the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah. On a, on a side note, on Cleo, did anybody feel like she was she was uh, shooting a shot at little brother? I I thought that when you told me that but when I listened to it. I was like, I, mean, I don't know. That might a be light, a bit of a reach. It was a light jab. He left it kind of. He left it kind of. He left it kind of vague. She definitely left it kind of vague. Who she was talking to, and who didn't like have faith in her? Because I mean, you could just you could just as well say the same thing about right. her, our current True. label mates. Um, but hey, who knows? I actually knows? didn't think it was little brother. I just thought it was. I okay. thought of it as people in general that have been around her. I, I, I mean, like I, I like I said, I, I mean, I could have been reaching. I was really just trying to, you know, start something, you know, especially with everybody yeah, being yeah, a little right. fan. But I mean, <laughs> I, I just, I, you, know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, you notice, you notice that like Night Wonder ain't on their album at all, and then you know, what I'm saying he's so heavily on her album, he is her artist. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, man, it seemed like she was, she was, but, you know, what I'm saying. But he wasn't on the last one either, though. On who? On uh, little brother, he wasn't on left back. Yeah, but I mean, like they wasn't always on the best of terms, neither. Nah, that's true. So that's why that's why I was saying what I was saying. That's all. I think with Ninth Wonder though, he's doing less and less producing in general, and it's more like when you hear Ninth Wonder is no longer just him as a, a, a individual. It's always Ninth Wonder and the Soul Council. Yeah. He said he's doing scores lately too. For that's music, dope. For, for movies. That's what that's what the money is at. Well, he produced he produced he produced seven of the he produced seven of the sixteen tracks, and then Crisis and Eric right. he basically did the rest. But that's his artist. So if he's gonna, um, you know, be more heavily involved in the in the production on anybody's, it would be hers mm-hmm. or whoever was coming off Gemma. <laughs> right. Right. All right, man. So we're going to dive right in. Good discussion, man. Good discussion. But we're we going to dive right into our next segment. I don't know who all still with us. But um, when it comes to conscious hip-hop, man, uh, all of us pretty much are fans of, of conscious hip-hop to a certain degree. You know, some of us more than others. You know, conscious hip-hop, it kind of gets the reputation as being a little corny uh, at times, a little preachy. Which it can um, be. Yes, it can. It can absolutely. But we're going to dive into some examples, some some of you all's personal favorite examples of conscious hip hop songs that kind of break that mold and and kind of really put have pushed it forward. Um, we know that for the most part, people people tend to lump it all together. If it's not about sex, drugs, or violence, then it's conscious hip hop. But not not necessarily because 
you can rap about sex, drugs, or violence, but you can rap about it through a lens uh, that ma- causes people to think on it a little deeper than the surface, right. and <clears throat> still be conscious. Still be conscious. So, you know, it's hard for me to really define what conscious hip hop is, but if I had to define it, I would define it as as hip hop that just makes you think about something on a deeper level or from a, just a different perspective than how it's usually thought. So, you know, it could be about anything. It could be about social issues or it could be about sex, drugs, or violence. Just just depending mm-hmm. on what lens you put it through. But um but we gonna start off with uh let's start off with you, Greg. Um did you have three to five songs uh that are could be considered conscious hip hop that you feel are just outstanding examples of that subgenre. Yeah, your your personal favorite. Um I was having a hard time thinking of songs, but I one one song that always comes to mind is uh Dead Prayers Hip Hop. Mm. Um I've always enjoyed that. I've always mm-hmm. felt like that was just like a I don't know, like it I don't know if it was meant to be meant to be commercial, but it well, I, I don't know if it was meant to have the commercial success that it ended up having at that right. time, but I remember hearing it and I was like, man, these dudes are like, like the video the the, the, the lyrics were dope, but then you look at the, the video with it, like, mm-hmm. I, dude, I just felt like, like <laughs> I'm like, if this need to be in schools, like, they, they really dropping some knowledge on this one Revolution um, <laughs> Yes um, the I've always enjoyed that <laughs> um, Commons um, I believe it's called uh, Sixth Sense. Yeah. Um, the revolution, revolution oh, yeah. not televised. Yep. Yeah, that's that's my song, man. Like I, <laughs> I love that song, man. Um, and I, I guess to to kind of think of a third one, um, Kanye made um, crack music, mm. and I know a lot of wasn't really feeling it. Like I, I get that because I don't feel like more of a statement on on the album itself. <laughs> but when you when you take it out of the album and just, just listen to what the dude is talking about. Exactly. I, I've always enjoyed that. So those, those are my three. Those are solid, All right, solid, very good. Solid, man, solid very choices. Good. Yeah, especially uh especially six cents. I, I kinda forgot about that one. <laughs> Because of some other songs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's but, plenty. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Good list, man. Good list. All right, Neil, man. Uh, did you have? I had thirty songs? to thirty-five songs. It was. I. I. I, I had a hard time you, uh, <laughs> narrowing this one down. You. You sound like I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna do all of them. Um, I'll try to stick with within the five, and then maybe I'll throw some some others in there later. Um, these are not even necessarily my personal favorites, but it's some that I, I I'm gonna use these five um, because they 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 kind of get overlooked, but I think that they are worth listening to, um, and they all come from a, a little bit of a different perspective. So one is Taleb Kweli, Eat to Live. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys remember that one off of the um, the Eardrum album, where it was just basically discussing. Um, the effects of food deserts in the hood, essentially. Oh wow! Okay, I, I remember Eardrum. I remember liking that album, but 
that particular track ain't sticking out to me. But I'm, I'm gonna go back and check. Um, another one. Speaking of speaking of Dead Prez, uh, and I just realized I got Quali on here twice. Dead Prez and Quali Sharpshooters. Good so not necessarily, you know, anything that I am backing personally, but it's an interesting example of, of conscious hip hop that uh, I think people need to take a listen to. Pretty exactly self defense, exactly. yes. Um, not overlooked, but not necessarily always considered conscious. Um, cell therapy, Goody Mom. Mm. Mm. Ah, okay. Um, number four, Killer Mike. Reagan, I feel like cell therapy kind of speaks for itself. That's why I didn't give a synopsis on that one. Uh, Reagan, Killer Mike, uh, just some super Negro history type stuff, but it's uh, a real hard, hardcore beat. Um, just Killer Mike doing what he do, um, and he has some some super hard lines in that one. Like the way he ends the track too is pretty uh, pretty interesting. I ain't gonna spoil it. Go listen to it. Number five. Uh, comment retrospect for life. Mm. If so, the, so obviously the the, oh. the song itself is about an abortion or a potential abortion. But if you take that idea, flip it on its head, and think of it as for life, no pun intended, um, planning one's parenthood, um, and look at it from that point of view as you know a person who's deciding whether or not he is ready to be one's father and what what that all entails you know what i mean if you take the the idea of the abortion out of it and just the bars that even if you leave the abortion in there i guess it's it's definitely a conscious song worth listening to i'll just leave it at that hmm. that'll be my five but i got like all i right. said i got a, right. a bunch of others three more give, give, give us all three right. more give us three so i'm gonna try to, i'm gonna try to stay away from the the ones that are all that we always use um, synthesizer from Outcast. Weird oh, track, wow. incredibly weird track. Is you know George Clinton feature, but the production is real wild. But listen to the lyrics; it's, it's um, very poignant even now. Like it was made twenty years ago, and it, it, it's very it speaks to topics that people are still dealing with now. You know, basically recreating yourself out of plastic. <laughs> um, yeah, and using technology yes. to alter your yes. appearance. Um, yeah. What else is on this list? Uh, I'm not gonna use the one that you and I talked about, Ian. So I won't. I won't. I'll let you have that. One. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then I was go ahead. And, I'll go ahead and speak on it. Nature <laughs> of the threat. Um, if you haven't heard that one, listen to it. It's not an easy listen. You guys have heard me reference that on the show before. Um, it's a. You gotta take it with a grain of salt for sure. Some of the facts are not factual but quite a few of them are Facts. it gives a pretty pretty good history of, of how racism and the, the caste system around the world but specifically in America kind of has its roots in other places um, and where it leads us to now again a song made literally 20 years ago and still just as relevant to this day um, yep. last one I'll you give you the radio version of it. Chick bad, Lupe Fiasco. Chick is obviously not is obviously <laughs> not the, the song title. Ooh, see now you got me thinking. Yeah, definitely one. Uh, definitely all right, one. All right, one to listen to. All right, all right. 
good list, man. Good list. I forgot about the Killer Mike Reagan track. I forgot about. I'm gonna go back and check that Eat to Live, man. Like I thought I remember hearing something like that off Eardrum, but I haven't listened to that album in so long. I, I gotta. I'm gonna have to go back. Synthesizers, another good thought provoking track, and um, just Outcast at its best and its weirdest. Um, good one, man. Um, all right, so for me, I got quite a few. I, I definitely more than five. It's probably more like ten. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start it off with Truth uh, by or Thud yeah. by Feral Monch. Common um, and Black Thought featuring oh, uh, Quality. Yeah, and yeah. Quality. Truth, get the words away of a planet. God um, dang just, it. Yeah, man. Like just Feral Monch. Like he comes in talking about like how you know how Truth is so inescapable. And then Common comes in talking about how truth is so elusive. And then Talib, he comes in talking about how truth is so, it, 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 it's so hard hitting, but it, at times it's also a healing uh, factor as well. Just a great thought provoking track. Um, I also love the song by J Live called Satisfied. It was, it was made in 2002 when like right after 9-11, when, you know, there was a very high fever pitch in, in mm. terms of patriotism in america and he was basically just telling black people basically don't get swept up in it like y'all still second class citizens in this country y'all still you know y'all are still being taken advantage of so you know think before you start waving right. these flags around um you know i, I really like that one also love restoration uh by black star uh featuring common but they're just painting a very vivid picture of uh just urban life man and everything entail with it i love the track uh uh mm-hmm. night by black star as well um just talking about how people's behavior is just butt backwards man and how we just need to need to change up um another track i love by immortal technique it's called peruvian cocaine yes, sir um, it's a it's like him and six other mcs but they they walk you through the path that drugs take basically from the poppy fields all the way to the street corner. And each rapper plays a different person uh, who's bringing the drugs into the country and selling them. They go from the field workers in the fields to the to the drug lords, to the cricket politicians, to the cops who are getting paid off, to the federal agents that allow the stuff to come in like. All the way down to the to the dope boy who gets locked up for selling the stuff. So it's a step by step walkthrough of like drugs and how they get to the hood. Um, another one I love, yeah, Lupe. One game by Not Lupe Fiasco. Yeah, man, dude, where he's he's rapping as a as he's he's basically a personified version of the drug game, and he's rapping about how vicious it is or he is and um, what he does to people. And as the song goes on, he just gets more and more vicious, man. And it's just a great song, man. It's just a great song. Very, very picturesque. Yeah, he brought it on that one. Also love this track called Iron Helix. Uh, we talked mm-hmm. about this track, Jamil, with uh, Mr. Lift uh, and Insight, where it's, it's basically you got ancient man talking back and forth with modern man. And modern man is trying to convince the ancient man that his ways aren't good enough and he needs to basically upgrade himself and, you know, be more dominant and be more violent. And they're having this conversation back and forth, but it's very, very dope track. 
uh, and I'll just I'll throw out two more. I'll throw out two more. Uh, another track I like is uh, uh, "Clear Blue Skies" by the Juggernauts. It's a uh, it's a track where a white father is talking to his son and kind of giving him static because he finds out he's dating a black chick, and him and the son are going back and forth, you know, arguing with each other, and you know, it it it, it, it makes for like a good. A good song, man. The way they're going back and forth with each other, because his son is always like, his son is like, well, I didn't know my father was racist, and the, the father's like, well, I'm not a racist. I just don't like this, this, and that about black people. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's a dope song. And then what else do I throw in there? Another track I really like is called Yesterday uh, by Atmosphere. He's rapping about, he's rapping to a person. And he's he's talking about how they're no longer in his life and he misses this person and how much they used to argue. And you think he's talking about you think he's talking about like an ex-girlfriend. But then he reveals at the end of the song, he's talking to his father who passed away. But man, stuff he says in there is just like it really left an impression on me. Like, right, man, right. I call my dad. But um, <laughs> um, dope song. Uh, I'm going to do a little something different, man, for this show. Um, I'm going to post separately uh, a lot of these songs that we've mentioned so the audience can actually hear these songs uh, that we're talking about. And uh, they'll be able, you know, to click on those separately from, from this episode. So be on the lookout. Yeah, be on the lookout. Well, let me, throw, let me throw one more. All right. In so and be, this was a, a, an important one, too. Um, from the great American philosopher Nasir Jones featuring Elgin Lumpkin. Uh, you owe me. Great <laughs> conscious song. It's teaching about you know um, female empowerment, uh, financial literacy. Check it out. <laughs> Shall they say what is your price? Yeah, though. So, uh... <laughs> Can I add two songs? Those some, those some Uncle Luke in there too, man. Absolutely. Uh, I like <laughs> to add say, two Grant? songs. First one is Lupe yeah, Fiasco's right Dumb It Down. Mm. Uh, off the mm. Cool album. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, it will throw you off because he's Never speaking exercise, man. And he's speaking from a different perspective, dude. And he's 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 basically going through how the music business um, will control the content. And then the other song is Kendrick Lamar's Black Boy Fly. Ooh. Um, I, I, I think that's probably the second or third best song on that album. Um, it's not on the regular album. You got to get the deluxe, but it's worth it. So, yeah, definitely check those out. All if right. Y'all got a lot All of tools right. to do your homework. It's worth it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, but but conscious hip hop, man, it's it's you know, it, it comes in many different flavors, exactly. styles, man. And, you know, it's definitely it's definitely not to be written off, you know, or, or stamped with a certain no. label. And and, and, it, and your favorite artists um, are conscious rappers, also. Uh, Ken, get it we, out. we didn't even talk about J Cole. Get it out of my head, man, because I promise you, that's what exactly what I was thinking. Like those <laughs> words, exactly. Your favorite rappers. Got conscious yeah. music. J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Vince Staples, um, I mean, Jay Z, Lil Wayne. Yeah. That's just off the top of the dome. <clears throat> yep, yep. Absolutely, absolutely. 
all right man we might not have time to get into our uh our scheduled album face off we'll probably get into that next week uh just for the sake of time in the spirit of back to school uh i was going to put uh lauren hills the miseducation of lauren hill up against kanye west uh the college dropout album but we're going to dive into that next week uh so we can kind of flesh that out in detail and uh uh you know have a good show so uh but in the meantime in between time we are going to dive into our overrated underrated segment first up man the popeye's chicken sandwich uh, I, hate it. It. <clears throat> I haven't been able to get it anywhere so <laughs> it is incredibly overrated it's a good sandwich but it's a chicken sandwich dog we've had these before like Black Twitter got got the whole world losing their mind over a chicken sandwich. They just trying to come. They they trying to start something up between them and Chick Fil A. It works Chick, though. To me, Chick Fil A got the best why. chicken sandwich out. Here. They got the best chicken out. Here. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A is trash. Chick Fil A is trash. They oh, make yeah, they said make foolishness yeah, before. They make food for they make food for people who are seasoning the fish. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you saying this nonsense before. They want all the money. You add the seasoning yourself. I'm going to tell you what what Ian's issue is. See, he's had it too much. He'd be having it at work. And so you Uh, don't appreciate it the same way. That's what that is. No, I mean, like, free food should taste better. But, like, it doesn't to me. It just doesn't to me. Like, I don't get what... I don't get what the hype is about, man. And and concerning the Popeye's chicken sandwich, man, this is the same chicken sandwich we had 10 years ago. And, like... Like everybody's like, oh, Popeyes is so smart. They, you know, they use social media to to drive. To, and no, they yeah, didn't. it was a hundred percent a fluke because they ran that sandwich. That's how you know it was a fluke. Right. They didn't plan this. Right. Right. They ran out of sandwiches and not even going to bring them back. Terrible. You know, and then all these videos. This is this is again, man. Boondocks is so prophetic, man. Y'all remember the chicken? Yes, indeed. When he ran out of chicken, wilding out. Black people was was getting violent. You know, you got all these social media videos popping up with folks fighting Popeyes employees because they ran out of chicken sandwiches, man. What's, I'm what's wondering, though, if these are actually people fighting in Popeyes over the chicken sandwiches or are they videos of people fighting in Popeyes? Because I've seen somebody post yeah, they, they, this they, they, Janet Jackson video. videos, too, yeah. 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 And I'm like, hold on now. I've seen this video years ago. This ain't got nothing to do with these chicken sandwiches. It was still crazy that she's walking no, around well, with security I saw, to go to Popeyes. But I saw one where they were fighting, and then like once they got the chicks broken up, you can hear somebody in the background saying, "Man, all that all over that. A chicken sandwiches." <laughs> so some 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 of these are current. Fair enough. Um, but it's man, it's just silliness, man. It's like I don't know if y'all have ever worked in nope. food service. I have, no. man. Like. It sucks. A vow to never it sucks. Exactly. Hey man, it's a good vow, man. I remember Linnell. Linnell got me hired at Corner Bakery, man. Like I worked that job. <laughs> I worked with it, man. I didn't even have nothing else lined up. It, it, it was it was terrible, man. But these people, man, they 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 job sucks enough without all these people coming to them bothering them for for a chicken sandwich, man. This is right. This is terrible. All right, man. Uh, next up, man. Overrated or underrated, man? White Claw. Who? White Claw, the uh, the alcoholic seltzer water that's popping up everywhere. Oh, I gotta go overrated, even though I haven't had it. But I've seen people's reactions to it, and people, the way people talk about it, is very similar to this Popeyes thing. 
Mm. Probably speaking out of turn because I ain't had it myself, but it can't be as good as they saying. So I'm going overrated. Yeah, I, I gotta go overrated too. There, there's no way seltzer, alcoholic seltzer water could, could be that good, man. I'm, I'm starting to see it everywhere. It's it's big with um, soccer moms and millennials, I guess you could say. Have you had it, Greg? No, no, I have not had it. Stupid Samsung. Oh, you said, can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I haven't had it. Okay. I haven't had it. All right, man. Next up in overrated, underrated, man. Wearing a watch. Underrated. That's underrated, dude. Especially nowadays with the smart watches. Right. It's tracking my steps. I could put in how much water I'm drinking, how many calories I'm burning. It's, it's got my text messages, my, my voicemails, my reminders. Come on, man. Can't beat that. Well, you know what? You know what? I was thinking of more like just regular old-fashioned watches. I ain't, I ain't got money like you two to be buying no Apple Watch. I was just talking about regular right, watches. A simple, it's a simple investment, man. T-Mobile got payment plans. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, um, I'm still going underrated. Like, a, a watch can definitely be the difference between, you know, just being, having an eye fit and your fit being you know that next level thing mm-hmm. i'm gonna go underrated too um just for the fact that you know you, depending on what you got on man your watch can make your whole outfit and it, it shows that you value time like it's it's you know whoa whoa hmm. see it's stuff like me. that that make people say that conscious rap is corny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see brother that watch is showing how much you value your time and mine Hey man, I don't trust. A little too deep for me. <laughs> I don't trust niggas who don't wear watches, man. <laughs> what? T- tells me they have nowhere to be. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, where is your, your life together, where, young man? Where is okay. your watch at, nigga? All right, pull pull your pants up and get a watch, young You're man. Right. <laughs> All right, I got places to be. All right, uh, gazebo. Overrated or underrated? Uh, yeah. Dare I say a bit overrated, man. Just for the fact that who uses them? Right. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the last time I've seen a gazebo like outside of a wedding. Well, people put them in their backyards. Um, my boy Phil, right. man. Yeah, my boy Phil, man. A few weeks ago, I had to. I helped him build his gazebo in his backyard, man. Man, that thing, that building, that thing was a pain in the butt, man. It was like, it was six of us out there. And we started building that thing at like five. We had a crew? <laughs> <laughs> we started building that hey, thing. Hey, y'all, Chick fil A? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Didn't even I have know no, what you niggas like. Didn't even have no Chick fil A for us, man. Dude, it took us like four hours to build this thing, dude. It was, it was, oh my God. It was a pain in the butt. But I don't know, man kind of go i kind of got to go overrated man because once you get them built it's just like okay now what right summer's over wait a minute was he building it for a ceremony like no, wow he, just, he was just building it to just have out there to, to chill in and i guess eat barbecue in a gazebo or, or an arbor i'm like what do you what, what are we talking about no like not an arbor gazebo? i mean it said gazebo on the box but like i guess i guess a more accurate term would be an arbor Cause it was like, mm-hmm. you know, it was definitely square shaped, had like a plastic tarp. Oh, but, but square. It, ah, but it was okay. big. But it was big. Hmm. Okay. 
like big enough for like a few people to sit in and, and eat. But um, all right, well, very well. Next up, man, ring doorbells with the cameras. Overrated or underrated? Overrated. Really? I don't yeah. know. I think they underrated, man. Dude, you get the most assistant cameras, and it says the, the you can see the video files on your phone, man. I mean, that's so some high can, class protection. So can them people that's uh, working in at the ring office in Sweden. Well, I mean, they, they just looking outside. All that. Yeah, let them. They can see outside my house. They can't see inside. Fair enough. Yeah, unless they want to show. <laughs> <laughs> Greg and they're giving them the uh, the, the baby boy show. <laughs> <laughs> want some breakfast? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go overrated only because, like, I only hear about or see ring doorbell footage when it's something really disturbing, like somebody in the middle of the night, like licking the doorbell or something. And it's like, man, I, I don't even. I don't even see that. I don't need to see that, man. Just I, I got a security system. Yeah, like weirdos be at people's doors doing really weird stuff, like you know, whipping their stuff out and peeing on the doorstep. It's it's like it's wow. That's like I don't need to see that, man. It kept that those ring doorbells capture some disturbing things out there, and I and I don't care to see it. Hmm. Well, I mean, the <laughs> when something bad happens, you can at least send a file to the police, man. Otherwise, you don't know. You don't know who pissing on your doorbell. Man, the police ain't out here trying to catch ring doorbell uh, pissers. Man, they 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 don't care. Is that an epidemic? Did I miss something? People, those ring doorbells. I don't know if you if you've seen this stuff posted on social media, but they got like entire groups where people post weird things caught on ring doorbells, and like it's a lot of weird stuff going on out there. And like the cops ain't catching these people. They not even they not even looking. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, very weird, man. It's just, yeah, I, I could go without knowing what people are out there doing on, on on my doorstep. Like, like I said, I got a ignorance is bliss, huh? You said what? Okay. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. Next up, Zendaya. Overrated or underrated? What do we? What do we? What, what's the criteria? Uh, for actress. Her actress underrated. She's good. Yeah, she's real good. I, I'm gonna go underrated, man. Yeah, I like I like Zendaya's acting. Yes. <laughs> Jamil, man, what, what are your thoughts? Still, still, what is Jamil? He's there. I don't know what happened. All right. Well, we'll move on. We'll move on. All right. So next up, man, we're gonna cap off this episode like we normally do, uh, with another segment of what you're bumping. Well, we invite y'all to share what y'all been bumping for the past week, whether it be new, old, and just something the audience ain't heard before. So, Greg, man, this week, man, what you been bumping? A lot. Um, you might have to come back to me though because I I forgot to look up and see what I but I've been listening to a little bit of everything. Um, 
listen to some Knife Wonder, listen to some uh, Pusha T, uh, just trying to get a baseline for how he got to Daytona. Um, listen to some Kanye, just prepare myself. I actually, I was listening to that that Kanye um, leaked album or the leaked tracks, supposedly from Yandi. Yeah, I heard that too. I heard that too, man. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't impressed. Maybe the tracks weren't finished or something, but like, no, they're not finished. No, but I, I, I really feel good about the direction that he's going. I like the ideas. I like the. the I'm I'm in I'm in keen anticipation for this album. I really really want to hear it. When, when um, does it drop again? It was supposed to drop last October. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he's gone crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, the last I heard was he was about to drop a gospel album, though. There you now, go. See, that, that makes sense to me because he's doing a lot of Kanye Sunday service, right? So I mean, he might he might get Kirk Franklin and couple other people and, and, and do that I mean I, those honestly, of you who thought gospel that. music has gone too far <laughs> yeah let's, let's go into the event <laughs> yeah nah, I'm, I'm in keen anticipation um, I've been listening to a ton of stuff man uh, only thing I can recommend uh, to be honest um, that little brother and that Eve right now uh, check those out right now um, and, and be on the lookout for her uh, yeah, I know she came out with an album. She she put together her her EP, her, her two part EP, uh, recently. So it's like a complete listen. But I, she next up, man. And dude, she's just she's dope. She takes the concepts of what other people are doing or have done, and then remixes them. Into, she got a track called uh, "Pulling Me Back," right? Which I'm like, yo, I, like I'm tripping. I'm like, is he? Is she about to redo the, the Tyrese and Chingy pulling me back? She mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. And that match is dope. I, I'm like, how did I miss this? So, she, that, that's, that's what I'm listening to. I, dude, you, you can't ask me, man. I, honestly, I'm listening to all kinds of music. Okay. All right. All right. Good stuff, man. Jamil, man, this week, man, what you been bumping? Um, excluding Eve and Little Brother and Merce, which have kind of been in a rotation. Um, I uh, listened to that common. I wish I didn't. Mm. It, it just it wasn't bad. It's the wrong time for it. Um there was so much heat that came out in this album so it doesn't hold up to that. That that Raphael Sadiq, Jimmy Lee, uh was bumping that. That's that's been in rotation. This that album is crazy. And since I am the resident uh Missy Elliott fan, uh, I went back and checked out a couple of her albums in the in the uh, discography, uh, the real the real world being one of them. Yes. Shout out to the litmus test. Appreciate it. I I enjoyed it. I don't care what y'all said. <laughs> um, I actually listened to that new album. Um, you enjoyed the whole thing, huh? You enjoyed the whole thing. As a project, I enjoyed it. There's parts of it that I didn't like, but overall, I thought it was a solid piece. Um, I listened to Iconology too. Her new album, I didn't like it. Uh, maybe I didn't get it, give it a good enough listen. The single was decent. Um, I kind of dig that, but the album overall didn't really move me like that. Um, other than like that, it. just a bunch of a bunch of podcasts. You said you did yeah. like it? No, I did not like. It. Oh, I no, 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 I, I didn't like it either. It wasn't wasn't a good piece of work at all. I don't understand what the what the what the 
point was behind it because it was like modern beats with a simple flow. Like Missy's not Missy's not simple, so no. she shouldn't dumb it down. But she should. She has right. a lane. Stay in. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Yeah. She like the single. It worked. It worked a little bit. That uh, was it. Throw it back with the the newer mm-hmm. sound and drums. And her flow worked over that, but the rest of the album just didn't. It just wasn't good. But I was happy to see her get a moment on MTV, so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that album was not great. Oh, yeah, Snoop album. Um, I listened to that, too. I want to thank me. Didn't like that either. <laughs> now, for the new stuff, I say, okay. All right, man. So this week, of course, you know, for the, for the reviews, I was bumping up. The Little Brother, May the Laura Watch, Rhapsody Eve. I've also been bumping. I did bump the Common Let Love album. There's some things about the album I like. There, there's some things on, on here to like. But overall, man, I, I really felt this album was just too soft. Yeah. Um, that's the only way I can really describe it. It's just a very soft album. But then I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? Common's 47 years old. He can't. How long can I really expect him to rap like he's 27? You know? I'll, I'll give it another couple of listens See if there's something on here that really sticks But I mean it's not a bad album But it's just It's on the soft side man It's like it's like elevator music It was bad timing It's just bad timing it, It's Had this album come out earlier in the year I think it would sound better Because even though we don't intend to You are comparing The next thing that you listen to To the last thing that you listen to and that comment album just does not hold up next to Little Brother, Murs, or Eve. Now, now tracks like Hercules, like give me, give me more of that. Yeah, but like fifth, fifth Floor, I think it was called. Yeah, or fifth, fifth floor, Story. Yeah, Fifth, fifth floor Story. Was dope. Yeah, Fifth Story. Um, but the other type of tracks, like he's st- like the first three songs, I was just like, oh, I don't know oof. about, I don't know about this. Um, I've also been bumping Joel Ortiz' new album, uh, Monday. That's so my. That's next on my list. That's what you think album. of it. Okay. It's dope. It's dope. It's, it's probably going to crack into my top ten for the year. I've also been bumping Raphael Sadiq, Jimmy Lee. Oh man, this album is that album is. Yeah, man. Man, I, I I've only listened to it once, dude. But I love what I'm hearing from him. Like I can't wait till I get some alcohol in me and really get into that album, man. Like it's it's. <laughs> Yeah, this is definitely brown liquor music. Like this, this is. Uh, speaking of Jimmy Lee, I don't mean to cut y'all off, but uh, Jamel Hill interviews Raphael Sadiq, and he talks about uh, the album's concept and uh, some personal things that uh, you might have known, maybe you didn't know. Uh, I, I thought it was a pretty good listen. Yeah, um, Raphael Sadiq. If you think his voice is soft when he sings, just wait till you hear the interview. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you get past that, you know, well, it should be a good listen for you. Yeah, that sounded like our co-host. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, real loud. Uh, yeah, oh, no, oh, not no. no, soft as in like tone, like light no, voice. Yeah, soft as in no. I haven't heard. I haven't. He hasn't put that guy on the show in a while. Nah, I, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and then finally, I've also been bumping Action Bronson and Static Selector. Well done. Um, a collaborative album they did back in like 2011, but it's 
it's it's still a dope listen. They're just a good, it's consistent. It's I feel it's kind of blasphemous for a Ghostface fan, man. Amen, amen. <laughs> Ghost is still my man. Ghost is still my man, but I can't front on my boy, man. That well done album is just that. It's well done. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, check it out if you have not checked it out. But that is it, man. That is it for the show. Uh, real quick before we go, though, uh, I want to send a shout out to, uh, of course, Greg's podcast, the uh, Litmus Test. Oh, yeah. they, they're back. They, they drop. They drop one episode approximately every six months. <laughs> Look out for that detox. Real funny, fellas. But I, I got the, <laughs> the next episode is already loaded, ready to go for tomorrow. Um, at, at noon, check it out. We uh, we review Pusha T's Daytona album. Ooh, and, uh, that's a good one. I think it's I think it's a good listen. So yeah, definitely check that out. We are back. Um, I had to get some things straightened out at home. I believe I, I now have that straightened out. So yeah, we should be. We got enough content. We we, we should be coming out every week. So we good. Okay. All right. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. All right, uh, uh, Jamil, man. Any last uh, closing thoughts? Nah, I think my last few closing thoughts have gotten me in trouble. So good night. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> oh man, you never did weigh in on uh, on whether or not you thought Zendaya was overrated or underrated. If I thought which one was Zendaya, oh, um, I think she may be slightly underrated because um, she's starting to come into her own. I really, I really enjoy what she did in that newer Spider-Man movie. And, um, I have not seen the the TV show, but I've heard that she she does really well in it. So those two, Euphoria, Euphoria, thank you. Those two are very different types of roles. So if she could bring. Um, the same type of energy or um, com- uh, convince the audience of, of her character work in Euphoria the same way she did in Spider-Man though those are two very different women that's because they're a talent so I'm, I'm going to go underrated yeah yeah I think she could be like the future like Thandi Newton like remember when Thandi Newton was getting like mad work and then all of a sudden she just stopped because I guess maybe she just got too old or something but like when she got when started putting in work like she was already like in her 40s so like yeah i think i think zendaya could kind of like step in her shoes a bit and like really really bring some um really bring the goods man for some roles man and then she felt but that'll be our show man we want to thank y'all again for calling out some time to hop on well, hello we got some heavy 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 breathing there <laughs> i bet i wasn't breathing on the you good let's keep going all right, all right. So that'll be the show, man. Once again, man, I thank y'all for chiming in, man. Uh, be sure to check out these beats and instrumentals at the end of the show. Be sure to check out our playlist for our conscious hip hop songs, our picks for that. And with that, man, we uh, bid y'all adieu and just want to say peace. Peace. Hashtag boycott Doja Cat. <laughs> did you say boycott Doja Cat? Yes. Explain. Yes, I did. I- you know why I said that. I'm trying oh, to keep oh. a happy home happy. <laughs> yeah, keep, keep a happy home happy, yeah. Don't get fired. <laughs> Indeed. I bet on that. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>
sits me down, we have a nice conversation. She tells me, oh, the sketches are great. I go, oh, fantastic. Well, why am I right here? She said, because, David, there's no way you can ever say the word. Faggot on our network. I didn't know I did anything wrong. I didn't try to defend myself. I said, all right, I'll take it out. Have a good afternoon. And as I was leaving, it occurred to me. Hey, hey, Renee, quick question. Just a question. Seriously, I want to know, like, why, why is it, why is it that, that I can say the word nigger with impunity, but I can't say the word faggot? And she said, because, David, you are not gay. I said, well, Renee, I'm not a nigger either.